Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Gemini talking. My name is Diana. I'm the Gemini who's talking. My Gemini son is in the 12th house, and that's why I feel crazy this weekend. Well, not just this weekend, you know, just in, in general, I'd say I'm a little bit cuckoo bananas. But yeah, today I'm really on my 12th house shit. Lately, I've really been on my 12th house shit and not in like a cute, fun, spiritual way. Not that the 12th house is ever really that cute or fun, but more in like the isolation, lonely, mentally ill light of things. The, you know, mind being an imprisonment. Yeah, that that's just kind of crazy. But I'm trying to turn it into like the, yeah, I'm just like spiritually in tune and like all of that. Sure, if you say it out loud, you believe it, right? Speak it into existence, bitches. Uh, so today, I just wanted to talk about some 12th house stuff and explain the 12th house to people, people of all sorts. Everyone has a 12th house, so, uh, like, you can all, like, look into your own, but specifically 12th house placements, just, you know, we, we have an understanding that is a little bit hard to translate, and you know what? It's hard to translate it because my Mercury is in the 12th house, do you know? Uh, yeah, so I have Gemini ruling my 12th house, with my sun and Mercury there. And in whole sign houses, my Mars would be there too. So yeah, this big little, big little Gemini stellium in the 12th house really like makes my mind go a little bit, you know, as we were talking about, kooky bananas. It's like spinning, spinning, spinning. Thoughts going everywhere, but it's hard to translate them out into the real world because the 12th house is your subconscious. It's not your conscious mind, so does it make sense? Not really, but it is everything that I feel intuitively and on like a deeper level. A lot of people, when talking about the 12th house, think of it as this big, bad, scary thing. And you know what? Today I'm kind of feeling that energy, so maybe I won't like dispute that. The 12th house... Yeah, not quite amazing for your son to be there because it's like hidden and it encounters a lot of trauma and a lot of feeling invisible and a lot of not being able to connect with ego or sense of self or really understanding who you are as a person and how you are like a real person in the real world. <laughs> like the 12th house is kind of like everything not on earth, so having your sense of self there can often conflate your ego with like the rest of the world in the sense where like 12th house placements tend to naturally understand the interconnectedness of everything and knowing how like we all affect each other and we're all in like this one big web but it can get like really overwhelming <laughs> with my son and mercury being both in the 12th house this brings like my conscious part and wraps it up in the subconscious. The sun is like my conscious expression of self within the world. And then Mercury is literally my mind and like how I process the world. And so having those in the 12th house often leaves me in this like really dreamy spacey state where like sometimes it's hard to understand reality versus 
uh, everything else. And I often get really trapped or liberated from my dream world, depending on what's going on. And lately, the dream world is trapping me, I gotta say. Last night, my dreams beat me up. I woke up more exhausted than I went to bed. And I ended up like doing these really kind of like self-destructive things. I don't know. Self-destructive is like kind of a big word. I just like, I more so got into this mindset of like my old self in 2019 when I was like crying all the time, not having a great mental state and like not focusing on myself or being in the present. And it was really weird to go all the way back there just because I had a really powerful dream where something happened to me. And then I woke up and I was like, is that real? Like, I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, 12th hazards, crazy dreams, dude. I gotta say, I'm still trying to figure out the dream world. It's very, I have a very vivid, like, dreamscape. And I often go back to the same places or relive different scenarios um, or I'll like pick up from my last stream and like pick up different storylines. So if I'm like doing good and mentally chilling, usually I can go to bed and like have a really fun time, <laughs> like just explore and astral project or whatever the fuck. I don't know. But when I'm not having a great time, I usually get visited by all of my insecurities, all my past people that I've loved and it can feel I I guess it goes back to like that loneliness of the 12th house where it's like I'm feeling this deep connection while I'm sleeping but is that just me interacting with my own mind and like I don't know it's interesting how you can like feel real feelings in the dream world and like actually feel as if you're talking to someone and that they're they themselves are making these decisions to like say the things that they're saying and do the actions that they're doing when in reality it's just like my mind putting on a little show but I guess in the end does it matter (laughs) if it's like in the end I'm just getting that product of waking up and realizing that it was a dream I guess I've already kind of like jumped into talking 12th house nonsense but first I just want to give an overview for those who might not know too much about the 12th house or like houses in general so in a birth chart it's a big old circle with 12 slices like a pizza pie (laughs) and it starts with the first house and goes all the way to the 12th so you can kind of walk through these houses like you would walk through a life So the first house has everything to do with you, your physical being, your identity, how you look, um, and how you like naturally process, why did I almost just say process, like I'm Canadian, how you process the world. Um, And then the second house goes a little bit more beyond yourself, more onto your possessions, your values, how you make money, and how you sustain your life third house goes even more a little bit beyond you to your neighborhood to your commute 
to your siblings, to all that, to the fourth house, your family, blah, 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 blah. Fifth house, children, having fun, expressing, making art. Sixth house, uh, routine, schedule, health, um, kind of getting back into the body and um, service. Seventh house, marriage, relationships, all of that. Eighth house, um, I'm like really trying to rapid fire, but I feel like I'm not giving enough details for everyone. Like I definitely lost my stamina there. <laughs> okay, eighth house, sex, death, taxes. <laughs> Ninth house, religion, travel, spirituality, uh, higher education. Tenth house, career, public appearance, how you look in the world on your midheaven. Eleventh house, goals, dreams, friendships, social groups, networking. All the way to the 12th house. Everything not on this earth. Everything having to do with spirituality. Well, not everything having to do with spirituality. That's also like, you can get into the 9th house, the 3rd house. So yeah, the 12th house, as you can see, is a lot further away from the physical body. As you like keep walking through the houses... You get further away from yourself. You start to incorporate other people, incorporate your dreams and aspirations in the world. And the 12th house is like almost as far away as you can get, but also very, very close because since it's in a circle, the next house is the first house. So it's actually right next to yourself. Um, so in the way where it's so far away, it's kind of like, showing us that interconnectedness and that, um, I don't know. I feel like 12th house placements tend to have like a more objective view of the world because they're always observing and not necessarily interacting all the time. So we can like kind of understand the motives behind people and the, the why behind like why everything's happening. Like it all seems so natural, but people don't tend to understand like or question the why behind it um but that's like also why 12th houses are like very spiritually intuitive or like known to be spiritually intuitive because like we just kind of get it and that seems like so far away from ourselves because it's like that's just how the world works and how people interact with each other but the 12th house is also so close to ourselves because it's our mind, it's our subconscious, and it's our intuition. And like, I don't know, I feel like the inner child usually lives in the 12th house. And I don't know if that's just because mine is there. <laughs> maybe it's not the same for everyone, but definitely feels like that. Or like the 5th house, maybe. But anyways, with the 12th house being so in the mind it's still really hard to see because you gotta like dig through all these layers um or you have to like learn to speak the language and it's really hard to feel seen because when you don't even understand yourself how can you expect others to not only understand but be able to like give advice or like be able to validate your existence or anticipate your needs. I feel like 12th house sons usually are on this journey of life to figure out 
their relationship to loneliness, to being alone. That's the same thing, <laughs> to loneliness and being alone. Um, but maybe also to like this divine self-love and self-understanding. I think that being a 12th house son has made me very, very, very self-aware from a very young age. And maybe it's because it felt like no one else was aware that <laughs> I was person and that I like was a three-dimensional being with interests and ideas and opinions and a voice. Like frequently 12th house sons feel that way where they feel invisible or not heard or seen by usually like starting with their family and then branching out from there. I think because it starts with family makes it so that it's harder to like gain that same level of confidence that other children have that other children are encouraged to express in the world. And so we usually like take a back seat and tend to be a little bit more quiet and again, just like observe what's going on and see where we can step in and be like helpful, essentially. I feel like that lack of self-confidence definitely contributes to this. I don't know. It's like self-awareness psychologically, but like the feeling of like physically being on the earth doesn't always add up. And I feel like I keep talking about self-awareness and just naturally understanding things, like intuitively understanding things in a very positive way, which like sometimes it can be positive, but also like there are just so many like basic human things that don't come intuitively to 12 hours where it's like just like physically being on the world, you know, like more like six house shit. Um, the sixth house and the 12th house are sister houses. So they're like opposite each other and they do a lot of mirroring and a lot of <laughs> unmirroring. I don't know. A lot of like opposite, opposite things they're they're opposing each other so that would make sense but yeah with the sixth house being more focused on like the physical earth and like living and compartmentalizing and organizing and all of those ising words the twelfth house is like everything that's not that so it's like messy and why I can't talk in a straight line I often feel like I don't really know how to articulate my thoughts in a way that is straightforward or can be understood by everyone. Like, you definitely have to, like, have... You definitely gotta, like, take the context clues and, like, figure it out yourself. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think I'm just unique. And I think it's like poetic and cute sometimes. So I actually have my moon in the sixth house opposite my sun and Mercury. So yeah, there's like a lot of shit going on between my sixth and twelfth house. And then there's a T-square to the ninth house, which just like puts the cherry on top. But I do love the cadent houses and the mutable signs. Like, honestly, cadent house stand over here. Um, all you angular bitches can, like, have your 
sturdy pillars in the world, but I don't know. I'm here to like learn and dream and have fun. So what can I say? Yeah. So I feel like what I've talked about so far having to do with like self-confidence or lack thereof (laughs) with the 12th house definitely leans more into like my sun being there. With my Mercury there, it's definitely leaning back into what I also just said, where I don't talk in a straight line. Um, And I think that idea kind of goes back to like the 12th house being boundless and timeless and the idea that like time isn't linear there. And that's why like the way the words are structured in my sentence just don't matter. (laughs) As long as the words are being thrown out there, like I think you can piece it together and figure out what I'm trying to get by, you know? So in the end, that's your issue, not mine. (laughs) And with um, my 12th house being ruled by Gemini, that obviously just brings it back to how I communicate and process thoughts and conversations and everything. So this 12th house shit be on my mind, essentially. And then, like, my whole thing, like, my whole karmic purpose or whatever is to, like, be able to communicate this in a way that makes sense to other people or, like, a way where I can connect to other people with it. And also, hopefully, have other people feel heard in a way that I feel heard and seen by astrology every day. I think that learning the language of astrology has definitely helped me like find purpose for everything or find like reason in why things have happened and also find hope for the future. Recently me and my birth chart twin from Instagram had this theory that with the 12th house being about hidden enemies and Gemini including siblings there also could be like this connection with having like a secret or like a one-sided beef with a sibling or like competition in that way and I think I see some truth in that but I definitely have encountered hidden enemies (laughs) like I've been duped guys there's been some people out there usually I think I have like a really good judge of character and I think that's because of my Taurus Venus but there's been some times where like I'm I don't know I think this is kind of 12th housey, but also feels more like my cancer rising where I'm just like pretty trusting. And so there's been times where I've been very trusting and then found out that people are like actually my enemy. And I'm like, oh, I literally have a list of enemies and I didn't know you were on it. You just put yourself on it. But I wish I was aware because... That seems silly now. But also those enemies are just like, since it's so one-sided, it's like, why why is this even happening? Like, usually it's a reflection of the other person and their, like, need to latch on to someone else's good energy or, like, connection to spirit. That sounds really woo-woo. But... Yeah, I don't know. I definitely have encountered my fair share of energy vampires. And I definitely have to protect my energy. (laughs) Just in the way where I'm like 
I can get really tired when I'm around people who like annoy the shit out of me. Like I'm actually allergic to annoying people. It's crazy. But that's the 12th house curse. That's the cancer rising curse. What can I say? Yeah. Also being a cancer rising, I think definitely skews my perception of the 12th house. And I think that's okay, because I think that's the point of why there's so many different astrologers, because we all have the ability to learn the language of astrology, and when you learn a language or just like process information, it's always going to be first through your own birth chart, and I don't know, it just makes sense to me, but I try not to... uh, I try not to, like, put that on other people. Like, if I'm reading a client's chart, definitely try to put it in the context of whatever sign they have there. But just when I'm speaking, like, it's mostly in the context of Cancer Rising. Putting Gemini in the 12th house. Ugh, genius thoughts only. You know who else has their Gemini son in their 12th house with their Cancer Rising? Kanye West. (laughs) I... Oh, Brooke told me that. Well, I already knew it, but Brooke was like, yeah, that makes so much sense for you too. (laughs) And you know who else has a 12th house son? Well, it's a Scorpio 12th house son though. Frank Ocean. So yeah, our sons are kissing in the 12th house, even though they don't have the same 12th house, but that's okay. I feel like usually when I talk astrology, I try not to get too into my like spiritual like (laughs) intuitive thought you know spirit guides angels blah 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 all that stuff but when I'm talking about the 12th house I just can't like ignore that because that's what it's all about and so I feel like coming into this lifetime with my birth chart I have a lot of points in the birth chart where I think it speaks to a a long-term spiritual journey I've been on through lifetimes. I definitely believe different lifetimes and how my birth chart can be a reflection of who I am in this one, who I was in my last one, and what journey I am um, in the future. Well, also, (laughs) getting back to, like, time not being linear, like, who knows? I don't know. I'm still thinking on that one. But with us thinking on a linear scale, I think that my 12th house energy definitely points to where I am on this journey and how spirituality seems to be the only thing that comes easily to me and the only thing that like makes sense and feels good always that like feels like an anchor to come back to. And... I find it interesting how it feels like my anchor because it is so like freeing and liberating. Like an anchor feels more like freedom to me rather than like holding me down. I think my journey and learning about astrology has been very natural just in the way that like I started out with the signs and then I went to the planets and then the houses and the aspects and like I didn't really have to like look up how to learn astrology, which I guess not, I don't know, that's like a common thing, but it felt like the knowledge was already inside of me and I was just like uncovering it piece by piece. And I think that I naturally 
was able to come up with my own interpretations and my own like genius thoughts. And I feel like when I'm talking all about this, like I sound like I'm bragging because <laughs> I guess I am because like this feels like what I'm good at. And I think that speaks to having my son here because I don't really feel this way too often. Like I definitely joke about being the best at everything. But the place where I actually do feel my ego is in the 12th house, the house of the undoing. I feel like I'm like more on my high horse about understanding myself in the world, even though I'm also like usually the one who's having an existential crisis about all that. So I don't know. In the end, who knows? Not me. I'm a Gemini. Don't ask me. I feel like the Gemini in the 12th house stuff really, you know, brings that genius energy to me. And I feel like when I say genius, it literally is like a lighthearted term to me where I'm like, I'm a genius because like anyone can be. And I think being a genius means knowing that like you don't know everything and knowing that the things that you do know are always kind of open to interpretation and open to being changed and evolving and adapting too many people are so freaking stuck on their own beliefs and like okay i'm not like talking about like human rights and like basic ass shit but like when it comes to your own perception of the world and perception of other people and like i don't know stuff like that it's like you don't have to be right all the time and it's okay to learn from other people. That's like so okay. And that's like what you're supposed to do, right? I think so. With all that being said, this over-awareness of self and journey of self-undoing definitely gets me in these lonely periods sometimes where it's like nobody understands me like I literally feel like an emo 17 year old I don't think I ever left that phase definitely trying to work through that like self-victimization part of cancer rising 12th house sun but also cancer rising 12th house sun is a hard life to live but I'm living it so yeah you can all clap for me now actually I also wanted to talk about the 12th house and its relationship with escapism so 12th houses often find some source or some, I don't know, something to put their mind into and then become something else so that they can escape themselves for a little bit. Um, I do this with weed a lot. Definitely love to smoke a bong when I get home because I think for a lot of people... I've noticed weed can, like, make them very anxious, but for me, it, like, slows the anxiety down and, like, makes me feel just more relaxed and sane and, like, connected to my body. But also, with that being said, definitely can work on not smoking as much weed. I'm trying to work on that relationship because I don't want to use it as a tool to suppress anything or, um rely on it for anything which is like definitely the case right now and has been but again something I'm consciously working on and I definitely know it's like 
a product or byproduct of my 12th house. <laughs> Not to blame anything on astrology, but I just think that it coincides pretty nicely. Kind of suspicious. Another um, form of escapism definitely comes in like video games. Gotta love The Last of Us. Like sometimes I just gotta go kill some zombies for a bit because being a human in the non-apocalyptic world feels harder. And it's like, what? That's kind of silly. But yeah, I love um, wasting hours away on The Sims or any other type of video game because honestly, it's like, first of all, that shit's fun. And secondly, we find our coping mechanisms where we find them and that's morally neutral. And another top contender for me, uh, we already talked about earlier, but the dreamscape. I definitely love to just go to sleep and um, explore the dream world. I think that sometimes there are points where like my dream world feels more vivid and like there's like more shit happening, more important shit, <laughs> um, more important healing than in my real life. And there's also times where like like last night, I wake up feeling so much more exhausted and like I can't really escape my mind because even going to sleep is doing so much work. And I think that's another thing about like the 12th house house of undoing. It's like always working through your trauma. <laughs> it's just like nonstop. It's not really a choice. It's just how you must live life because that's where like the big focus is. That's where the sun is. It's so bright. And it's like, look at me. You got to work through all this. And yeah, I guess that's beautiful or whatever. But there's days like today where I'm like, literally, fuck you. That's so unfair. That is so unfair. And then I'm mad at myself because, okay, lately I've really been on this wave of like, okay, before I was incarnated into the world, I think that I like chose my life and my birth chart and I obviously did that with intention I think but then I'm like girl that was like an interesting chart to pick and like an interesting life to pick I guess it's all for a reason hopefully to like build some resilience oh resilience but yeah earlier this week I just felt compelled to do this podcast on the 12th house because I was really starting to feel like a side character in my own life and I think that's like a symptom of the 12th house sometimes but then also like diving into the 12th house makes me feel more like a person because it feels like I'm like recognizing me and like putting the parts that I find beautiful about myself on display so I hope that's shining through as well. But I don't know. I was just like feeling like a side character because I feel like other houses <laughs> definitely can be more kind to the sun. Like I feel like sun in the first house is very main character. It's very like conscious of yourself and like I'm very like envious of their ability to feel so present in their body and then Sun in the Seventh House, I'm not sure it's having so much fun, but I think the word priority comes to mind just in the way that like 
they easily know how to prioritize others and in turn they're easily prioritized back and yeah and then like son in the fourth house like definitely that presence and family and I mean I guess it's not always the case of having like a super healthy relationship with family it definitely or it definitely depends on how it's aspected but I don't know that's just a house I get jealous of and son in the wait what son in the 10th house okay so maybe the angular houses are winning now that I'm thinking about it but oh my god yeah son in the 10th house are we kidding that would be a dream but you know what my son's in the 12th house and I love that about myself um and I'm I guess coming to terms with the fact that like uh, it is important to learn that I am my own first priority I am my number one priority even if I'm not anyone else's number one priority and like me being my own priority is just as valid and just as important and I think just on top of like current me being my priority like healing my inner child and younger Sayana is also like even more prioritized so yeah there is a lot of love to be had there and I think that lately with this like side character prioritization situation conversation in my head definitely has a lot to do with like the north node tearing up my 11th house I think that like I think that I've just been so like I don't understand my place in society (laughs) but more like more so in social groups and like just like this transitionary period from covid to like hopefully going a little bit more back to normal it feels like a lot of people are like getting back out there and doing everything and like I really want to participate in that too and I'm just it's like I don't know how with the north node in my 11th house like I just do not know how and then with like my own like 12th house like destructive or um disastrous thinking I'm just like oh that just means I don't have friends like and the north node's in my 11th house so that must be true when it's just more of like moving things around and kind of bringing the refresher to the 11th house and revitalizing it in different ways and I think um I think that connection is so strong because my friends do make up my support system. So when things around there have been, and they've been shifting for years, this has been happening for like a few years, but I don't know why now it feels more like mentally conscious. And now I'm just like overthinking the idea of what a friendship is and what, my social shoot group is or should be and all of that and then it's like I'm moving (laughs) very soon so I know that there's like a shift bound to happen as well and yeah I think I'm just overthinking it (laughs) what do you guys think comment down below I don't even think you can comment on podcasts I still don't know
Okay, back to talking but. about me in the 12th house. I started looking through my notes because I literally don't even know what I've already talked about and what I have yet to talk about. But you know, we're on that like non-linear timeline, right? So in this little note I have, it mentions that Alyssa Sharp, the Divine Venus, she's an astrologer and really amazing. On one of her TikToks, she was talking about how 12th house sons usually are people who are ignored in their family or felt non-existent and that's why it like leads into this like feeling of non-existence all the time (laughs) and I think that's just something again that I've been grappling with for a really long time and pretty intensely in this past year and sometimes why like I feel like the side character or I feel invisible and it's not that it's like actually happening And it's not even that, like, it's always how I'm seen by other people, but it's definitely, like, how I perceive myself. But also, I don't know. I feel like it's how I'm perceived by others, too. Um, And, like, sometimes I'll, like, say things and people will legit just not hear me. (laughs) And I don't know if it's because I'm soft-spoken. That's also, like, very cancer rising of me. Um, But my opinions tend to get, like, overlooked or people won't think to consult me. And that just like goes, I feel like that's where the invisibility has real life effects. I feel like this 12th house stuff has come up a lot more socially as I've grown older. Like I just notice how I naturally react or like naturally place myself in situations because of my 12th house son. But when I was younger, it definitely sparked up a lot with my OCD. Um, And I think that's more so to do with Mercury being in the 12th house, but I had a lot of like repeating and intrusive thoughts that really made me feel like I was in prison in my own mind, which is scary and not fun. But I think that I've kind of been on that energy more lately in this perfection year since my last birthday. Being 23 is no fun for anyone because it's always the 12th house perfection year. And actually, okay, I feel like saying that all out loud, it's like, why are you being such a negative Nancy? And I'm just saying I'm a negative Nancy today, okay? I'm a Gemini, so I'll I'll switch and I'll be positive tomorrow. But... Yeah, the 12th house perfection year is kind of just setting the tone for how, or like the themes that come up this year. Um, And when I turn 24, I'll be in my first house perfection year, which I hope to feel a little bit more embodied and like conscious and seen. But in this perfection year, I started off the year wondering about loneliness and how this year was going to feel different because as I talked about earlier, I've kind of always felt alone. Um, But on this birthday, I actually was in a relationship. So I was like, ooh, I'm different. Even though I was like really unhappy in a relationship, I didn't want to be in a relationship. And then this relationship actually ended up being one of my hidden enemies. So yeah, with finding out that my ex was my hidden enemy, I also, I guess I went through like the loss of that relationship. It was like a great loss. I was actually pretty excited (laughs) Um, when I found out 
because I was like, oh, I can break up with you. That's awesome. Um, but then my dog died and then my cat died and that wasn't fun at all. And it just added more to this, you know, overarching theme of loneliness. And I don't know, this loneliness has me often like debating time and how I feel it and how I make decisions and like how I make plans and all of that stuff and really has me again like taking a step back and observing rather than like going out in the world and doing things like and I think that is again what (laughs) contributes to the loneliness because I'm literally like isolating myself like I just don't really have the energy to go out and do things and when I finally do like successfully make plans I often feel really drained Uh, And I think that it's kind of looking up. I've been more social lately and it feels less of a burden. Honestly, like a few months ago when I was going to parties, I was like, this, I can't keep doing this. Like I would be so tired for days on end, but I'm inching, inching, inching closer to my 24th birthday and... I'm, yeah, very excited for my first house perfection year. But the 12th house perfection year hasn't been all that bad. I feel like, again, I'm (laughs) sounding all doom and gloom when in reality, like, I know that all of this is important and all of it is growth and learning. And I've literally, like, felt myself making, like, really great breakthroughs and learning to understand myself and also learning to understand my body and how my emotions relate to that. And I've become way more conscious about how I react to things or letting myself feel through it while also having a different part of myself analyzing or questioning like, oh, I wonder why I'm feeling this way, but not in like a judgmental or uh, being mad at myself way. It's more of like a coming with curiosity to myself. And maybe that's why I've been feeling so off these past few weeks because I have been kind of beating myself up more about it where I'm like, oh, why am I not over this? You know, like I feel like I've been learning lessons for so many years and I just wonder why there hasn't been much of a break or like when is this gonna be done with you know every time I pull up my tarot cards I'm like okay so like when can I be aiming for like something great or to not have to deal with this shit anymore and they're like well you have to deal with it first and I'm like well okay but like when is it over and then it's like well If you keep asking, it's never going to be over. But yeah, so now I've been doing less, less of the asking, I think, and more of the gentle understanding, gentle questioning in a way where it's like not looking for a deadline or to be competing with other people, but rather to like understand where I'm at. I think I just said the same thing like 800 times in a row. So 12th house of me, right? 
just kidding. Uh, anyways, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I know it was a lot of rambling as usual, but that's what you signed up for. You're the one who listened to the whole thing. You hater. Just kidding. If you have any 12th house placements, I hope this made sense and kind of resonated. If it didn't make sense, I'm kind of worried for you. Like, I feel like maybe you're not a 12th houser, but I don't know. That's up to God and not me. Um, yeah, keep listening to my podcast and share it with your besties. If I get 50 followers, I can like do ads and shit. How cool would that be? Also, did you know I'm with Anchor on Spotify? So there's actually like this Patreon shit thing you can, I don't even, it's like listener support. So if you want to sign up for my Patreon, that's not actually my Patreon, feel free. I would love that. $5 a month. That would help me so much. I love you all, especially if you have a 12th house son, you're superior. And I, I feel like I have to say that because like literally who else is going to say that? No one. So yeah, don't, don't doubt us. We're great. And I don't know what I did in my past to deserve all that, but it's my current life, not my past life. So you can't judge me. I hope you have a great week and stay tuned for next week. We will get back on Euphoria charts eventually, but um, yeah. And we'll be talking about the 12th house legend, Jules Vaughn. Yeah, she's a 12th house too. Okay, love you. Bye.